Medicine Wheel Podcast is a space created to share valuable information about the evolution of human consciousness, the journey to self-healing and inner knowledge. Our mission is to explore ancient wisdom, sacred plant medicines, and shamanic energy practices. Initiate with us the warrior's path and allow yourself to write your own story, become your own healer, and dissolve within in order to create outside the reality that you want. Welcome to another episode of Medicine Wheel Podcast. I want to welcome uh, Chava. Chava, thank you so much for being here. How are you today? I'm good, Jessica. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. And I also want to uh, welcome a very special guest. His name is Daniel Santi Esteban. He is my husband. Uh, and also he's a very talented tattoo artist. And for our topic today, which is art as a medium to heal, uh, we want to welcome him uh, to this episode. Hi, Daniel. How are you? Hi there. Thank you guys for having me. A pleasure. Pleasure to having you here, Daniel. The purpose of art is to create a space for conscious experimentation that serves to awaken the interior artist that we all have inside and also to train our attention and sensitivity. The art facilitates this process, modifying the perception and vision of things. Its symbols help us to have more perspective on things and to connect to our inner vision, allowing us to trust our intuition and have a different point of view. Now you are no longer what happens to you, but an observer of those things represented in the artistic work. Art is a form of creative expression where the action is to release and empty in order to become aware of the conflict and transform it. It gives us the opportunity to be explorers of our mind, reflecting our personality, our most unconscious thoughts. Art allows us to make the invisible visible. The path to self-discovery and self-healing requires a lot of creativity to find new solutions to old problems, leaving behind habits, patterns, ideas, beliefs that don't serve us anymore in the journey to write our own story. And Chava, I don't know if you want to uh, complement what I just said about the path to self-discovery in creating your own story, your own reality, and the path of magic, how we can implement the creativity, but also how the magician or the mage is considered an artist. Yeah, absolutely, Jessica. Uh, I mean, if you start to see ancient civilization, history, art, art is a given. It's always a, a channel to expression, but also beyond, beyond that, great magic. And, and even, you know, that, that vibration of that action that is, that is art, that frequency, it is that creativeness, but also you know, during uh, all of these uh, great, great magicians that had been uh, around certain civilization uh, initiation cultures, you know, what they've been called shamans, they have shown that gift of art in healing, in sharing their medicine, and applying what is has been called that that magic. Just let me let me 
go through this really, really, really brief. Why, you know, that mage, that magician is considered an artist and sometimes is called an artist uh, under an initiation approach. It's going to bring healing, you know, in a practice in which that rational thought, that idea that manifests, you know, here on the, on the, on the mind, it brings us, as you mentioned, in a tangible way. Now the intangible, it makes it tangible with many variations of, 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 of art. But the beauty is that it brings us, you know, into something that can be used in emotional, biological benefit for that human being. So it, it is a medicine, it is a medium, it is a channel to connect those two worlds, heavens and earth. But also the art. Uh, can induce the psycho, psycho-shamanic medicine, the psycho-magic medicine, because it allows you to bring from that intangible, from that art that is there, you know, in the, in the Hanak Pash, in the world of energy, that you can bring it and then express in a symbolic language with analogies to reach that that is hidden in the unconscious, that is not anymore hidden, that it passed to the preconscious and now is conscious. So you start to work in a language. And you have seen great artists, you're just perfecting, perfecting the technique because they get involved, you know, in that practice and suddenly it just become a language that just seeing that symbolism, it becomes a signifier, a significant for those ones and from the same artist that operates in that self-healing, but also to heal the other. So then magic appears, that, 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 that third one. It doesn't, it doesn't have to do, you know, with the religious, with the cultural beliefs. It goes beyond that. In this way, that mage, that magician, that artist disarm the resistance of an ideology. So with a purpose to shift individual whatever whatever is there with a purpose to recognize that relationship with oneself with your surroundings with your family society culture the world so yeah uh, the art is a is a great ally in which the artist the magician well has in the in his hair medicine bag yes uh, I agree with that, and especially what we what you were saying about um, like a, a channel to heal, but also to heal uh, the other. So you you exchange medicine, and what you were what you and I were talking uh, the other day when we were thinking about uh, interviewing Daniel and his work, and we will you know touch more on on this topic with with Daniel so that he can explain it better, but about how he can interpret an idea of this person who wants to have a piece of art that reminds them something in their life that was significant and how when he interprets that into an art into an art expression it changes the perspective of this person completely so um the first question daniel is when was the first time you realized art 
change your perspective to start healing yourself? I was always all my life looking for outlets to channel uh, emotions that were there, but you couldn't express it. And then it was art that helped me a lot to like discover and then start opening those doors of perception. And uh, once you start doing that, um, you can channel and start expressing and then establish this communication with with yourself and then and later you can express it. So I, I try I try a lot with um, music, skateboarding and then I ended up doing art and then tattooing later. But this uh, exercise of tattooing allowed you to establish this communication with someone else and then uh, together create something. This process of getting tattooed, I found out is really interesting. First, there's an intention. And then it's a resistance. And then you have to accept it. And then you have to let it go and process mm, the pain. And then it's really interesting and just all all the process of getting tattoo. I remember Daniel when I got my my first tattoo, I was you know like my, picturing all of these you know like like this huge image in which I wanted in a little a small part of my of my arm and i can see you know when you say resistance uh, i approached you know that tattoo artist and he was like no i'm not gonna i, I cannot do that i was like you why not I, I i want this you know like that like the, that ego part like okay i'm paying you something so you're gonna do what i want and and you know what i'm not gonna receive any any suggestion or recommendation you know that resistance in ways i was defensive yeah there's a lot of going on when you start getting tattoo and then but when you um try to get in tattooed by a an artist who's going to interpret your idea uh you have to let it go you have to let it go of those images or or that idea you have in your mind and then the resistance is still there but but when but you trust that you trust that that the artist is going to interpret that idea in in the right way because you already established uh, some communication and then yeah there there's a lot of 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 that you know when when you start getting tattooed a, a lot you start let it go more more and more of those ideas i like that a lot daniel 
because uh, what, what you're mentioning, it is, you know, for me in, in the learning process of, of getting, you know, that art in my, in my skin and learning, you know, those symbols that I, I was acquiring, uh, in some point it applied, you know, the, the teaching of initiation. And I remember, you know, one of my teachers told me, you cannot enter knowing. Because if you enter knowing, you will not yeah. allow yourself to learn. And that was my learning process in which I understood that I had to surrender, you know. And even you know, that perhaps that's, that's another thing, the pain, the pain that is inflicted while putting the art, but then the whole piece start to speak a language. Yes. And then when you start seeing something different and the, the way you thought it was going to be, uh, there's a process to acceptance. And then, then, but at the end of the day, you start liking it more because the artist put it something is going to work. Using those words that you are uh, referring to about pain, I remember that Daniel once uh, told me that uh, he had a client and she wanted to get a tattoo of a situation that it was painful for her. And she wanted to get a tattoo of that pain, even though you are already uh, receiving pain just for the fact that you are getting a tattoo. But Daniel was like, well, what if we instead of getting or interpreting this this uh, experience into a painful one, why don't we just try to reverse or invert the situation into something good? What good did you learn from this situation? And why don't you, uh, you know, tattoo the good version of it so that you don't have to carry that symbol of pain in your life for the rest? of your life. I have a lot of experiences with clients. You know, they, they wanted to be reminding something horrible in their lives. What I'm trying what I try to do all the time, you know, is it's convince it. I, I can do what they want, but I want them to remind them the opposite because in, in the process of or, or healing some experiences to um remind what is what you learn about or or what you or something positive of, of that experience instead of remind be reminding something horrible and horrible every day you looking in the mirror hey daniel so i know i mean one, one thing that i have to say you know so the, the people that are listening uh, daniel is really talented as, as an artist as a tattoo artist And just check out his work. It's just amazing. I just want to acknowledge that, Daniel. But I, I want to, to touch the subject that just uh, you guys are talking about. Well, one thing is the perception of the art in your surroundings. That's one. But then what are you observing in your art? Or in other, in other words, what do you consider about the art that you are doing that helps or had to help heal yourself, but also in that same momentum, heal the other. I don't know if you well, one or two I, specific cases. I know 
you and I, we, we, we have talked about this many, many times. Uh, it will be amazing if you can, can, can share, you know, that healing experience in which that art has been a, a channel, a bridge within yourself and the other. When I'm going to design something for a client to choose the elements, the, you know, like natural elements or more. Uh, over the years, when you're tattooing for a long time, uh, you start throwing away elements that for, for you don't work anymore. Probably another artist use it all the time, but for you, you start finding elements you can express yourself, and then you can give the client something with meaning. It's hard to know for me. I'm giving something to the client who's going to help them, but when I'm designing, I'm, I make sure. I communicate with myself, communication with the client, and then try to give something. At the end of the day, it's, it's, it's decoration. It's decoration of the body, but it has meaning. It's going to really remind you some something. When you use... You know, the skulls and the roses and the daggers or stuff like that. But all the time, you can create something and then with meaning. I know that by being creative, um, you can discover a lot of things uh, in yourself. I remember that growing up, I saw my mom drawing a lot. She would take drawing classes. And I was always also surrounded by, by art. My parents, since I was the youngest, um, they will always take me with them to see the movies, to the theater, to see musicals, to see um, even to art museums. So I was always exposed to art since I was a little girl. And, and that gave me Um, you know, a sense to find in myself things that that I didn't know. Uh, for example, when I studied theater, I found that I had a voice. I found what I wanted to communicate and to express using the theater as as that tool. For you, what have you been able to discover about yourself through art? Art speaks to you in 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 a subconsciousness way you don't know it's kind of like a secret um, communication between you and what you're seeing or what you're looking and then it's like if you liked uh, like you go to the museum and then you like a painting and you start staring that painting for a long time and you said i don't know why um staring this painting is speaking to me but i don't know i don't understand why is start establish communication between you and your self-consciousness that's why it helps you to go to that trash can of the self-consciousness and start throwing things away 
And then the action of art is just um, just a tool, you know, you use to throwing those things away. It's just an outlet. You found that exercise of whatever type of art. And then you go to your self-consciousness and you start throwing away those things. It's, it's very similar to psychedelic or something like that, you know. It's an exercise you do every, you can do it every day. I have seen, I have seen Daniel nowadays, and I know this perhaps can be tricky. What I'm gonna just uh, put out here, but yeah, let's let's see how 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 it goes. So, what sometimes is called art, I have seen, and I say this with respect, but uh, that you know, art purpose, it is not healing itself. You know, it's not that that self-expression, but it's more to entertain people, to distract people, to keep it in some way that people are collective in their childhood, keeping the, the individual just, just there, distracted, entertained. What do you consider about, about this? And let me just add before, sorry to interrupt, but let me just add uh, uh, something here because uh, Daniel is a, a a huge fan of Alejandro Jodorowsky. And I remember that something that Daniel shared with me that had an impact is, and I would like for him to add onto that answer of his, uh, of your question, but that if art doesn't heal, then it doesn't have a purpose. So I just wanted to make that parenthesis because I feel like it's a beautiful statement to see art in a different way to heal you and also Heal, heal others. Yeah, I, I think that's really important. But and then, you know what I believe when you when that drawing or whatever you're looking, if your subconscious established communication with that, and then you feel attracted, there is something. There, there's something good. It's, it's like when you go out to a museum and you start seeing a pain thing nobody likes. And then you you can be standing hours there, but only you. It's, it's because just that one piece speaks to you in some way, subconsciously. And I think that's the importance of, of art when you find out uh, something simple, you know, like a rose, it speaks to you. But the artists make it in some way different, you know, and, and then start speaking to you in some way. And I think it's important, you know, to every everything. It, it doesn't mean, it's a matter if it's mainstream or if it speaks to you in some way subconsciously, I think good. Is that to bring that unconscious to the to the conscious? Because uh, if you know uh, that 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 person is speaking some way, that symbolism that is seen in that art, but it doesn't bring it to the decoding, deciphering, and as as you mentioned, is 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 it doesn't locate the meaning. 
it's just, I mean, it's really, I mean, I, ha I have seen, you know, in this learning process of art that it brings, you know, a, a situation of unbalance or disharmony, but through a whole journey, no different from that initiation journey of from that hero's path, that that situation acquires an equilibrium from a, situ from a traumatic situation that is expressed in the art then suddenly start to bring order. I don't know if that makes sense, Daniel. Yeah, it's kind of like um, resilience. Traumatic situations, uh, you can find a way out and then you can uh, move forward. And I know that, uh, you know, we grow up like shutting down our creativity Because once, when we are kids, you know, we are allowed to, to play and to draw and to do all these things. But even in school, art is not like a main course or art is not like the main topic or creativity is not the main topic in, you know, picking a career for your life or even deciding to, to have that as a way of living. Because we always have this idea that uh, the artist is, you know, tormented, sad, this night creature that lives, you know, uh, in locked in, in their houses and, and they never come out and they're always in pain. And that's how they are able to create. And um, they're always starving. They, they're, they never have money. So we have, you know, this these concepts of art that have been part of our lives, at least for the generation of our parents and then, you know, transmitted to us growing up and then, you know, not being able to connect to that creativity and, and just enjoying the process because I feel like creativity and art shows you how to enjoy a process because if you are not enjoying the process of anything that you do in life, then what is What's the sense in doing that? What is the meaning of, of doing that? So uh, I feel like in saying that, what aspects of your life have you been able to change using art as a tool and also changing those ideas uh, that we grew up with? What I feel the reason they don't teach you in schools is because they... For society, it's not good you focus on your emotions and you allow to being you. They don't want you to be you. They want you to serve, serve someone else, but not you. When you do that and then you start focusing on you, they start calling you, you know, you're, you are like um, a waste of society because you are not in the path everybody else. Pretty much established that communication. It was really important for me. And then once you establish that communication, you start uh, being conscious about a lot of things you 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 were not. And then you're so you're able to change it or to see it at least. And then struggling and then being in search of adventures to to be to be inspired and then to to feed your creativity, that's essential. You have to deal with a lot of emotions and stuff and then being in problems so you can be creative, you know? And that's, that's, 
that's essential. You know, you don't know an artist who lives in a mansion and then doesn't do anything all day. You know, it's like, and then it has everything. You have to struggle to to find out the way how can exp- how can I express that? You know, like it's like the old blues. You know, they talk about. And well, Medicine Wheel is a podcast where uh, we talk about sacred plant medicine and theogens and the path of healing yourself. Um, And I would like for you um, to share your experience with sacred plant medicine and how that has played a significant role in your creativity in evolving into something more more pure more unique and more free because i know that in in your path you have you know let go of of many things uh like you said the trash that you took out and then everything that is beautiful to you start you you welcome that so how has that been for you with sacred plant medicine, if you can share? Well, first, before sacred plants and my experience with uh, ceremonies, I felt like I was living in a big mansion with a lot of rooms, but never visit them. Just stayed in one room all the time. And then for me, sacred plants medicine helps me to open that door of perception and realize there's more rooms in your brain. And then you go visit those rooms and then you find out a lot of stuff you like. And then you can go and visit that big mansion in your brain. You never, for fear, you know, sometimes you don't, you don't go there to those rooms, you know. And then what changed change when I'm doing what I do is it changed, like, more ways to do things. Just, it's not just one anymore. You can look the room as outside and three-dimensional or four-dimensional or whatever, and then you can – you have more – to choose, you know, and then to take those decisions to do what you do, you know, and then so it opens for me in so many ways. Well, I I want to thank Daniel for being here with us and sharing his experience and, and sharing the beautiful art that he creates, but also the importance of the artist's work in our society and the importance of finding the artist in ourselves. So, um, Java, anything that, that you want to add just to conclude this episode? Yes, Jessica, I just want to take what you just mentioned to to seek but to find the artist in, in oneself is, is essential in this uh, self-knowledge, growth, initiation journey that everyone chooses to, to enter. Uh, and I'm going to use an analogy that just recently uh, in one medicine circle, happened. It was, you know, getting darker, and then fireflies appear. But the thing here is that the firefly was there before. 
but no one was paying attention until they shine. And it was a beautiful spectacle, really beautiful. It's the first time that I have seen so many fireflies in a ceremony. So then I start to reflect and I, and I read a little bit about the firefly and the firefly has a skill, a talent. It doesn't use heat or energy to light, to light, you know, to light up. So the firefly creates his own light effort. It's a natural process. So I will say that everyone has a talent, a skill, a gift. Pay attention to it. Don't take it for granted. And as a firefly, it's effortless. It's a natural process. Just build your confidence and trust and find that. Light it up. Simple, pragmatic. Develop that gift. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you, Daniel, so much. Thank you, Chava, for being here today. There's always an invitation to be made in, in the episodes. And, and today it will be just to be more open to creativity, be more open to have those vulnerable moments where we can explore and change our perception by just being present in the moment, not taking life so seriously and the path, you know, to self-discovery and self-healing um, requires that creativity to find new solutions to the things that we, we want to leave behind, our habits, our patterns, our ideas, our beliefs that don't serve us anymore. And, and the mage is an artist. So, there is an artist in all of us. So it's, it's a good time to find that artist in ourselves, even if we don't uh, feel like one. It's, it's a process as well, but open, being open from your heart to receive the beautiful ways that art brings uh, is beautiful. So thank you so much for listening. And remember that in order to be healed, you need to become your own healer. See you in the next episode. Again, thank you so much for listening. You can become a subscriber at patreon.com slash medicine wheel podcast for more exclusive information. If you want to know more about retreats, ceremonies, and more, please go to medicinewheelatx.com. You can find Chava on the shamanicschool.com on social media at the School of Shamanic Initiation for more information on healing experiences, private consultations, and shamanic teachings.